This NBA season, make every three-pointer, alley-oop, and buzzer beater even more exciting with FanDuel. You can bet on everything from first baskets and number of dunks to which player will drain the most threes. Or stack your bets with the same-game parlay for a shot to win even bigger. It's quick, easy, and you'll get your winnings fast. So download the app today and see why we're North America's number one sportsbook. Make every moment more with FanDuel. 19 plus and physically located in Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-866-531-2600 or visit connectsontario.ca. Some cars are comfy on the inside but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. I'm Brian Goldfinger from Goldfinger Injury Lawyers. We'd like to wish you and your family a happy holiday season. Don't drink and drive, don't token drive, and wait till you get to your destination to reply to that text. Visit goldfingerlaw.com. Hello and welcome to the Raptors Reaction Podcast. I'm your host, William Malou. I'm speaking to you after the Toronto Raptors defeated the... I, I don't even want to call these the Chicago Bulls, man. This is not the Chicago Bulls. I mean, Michael Jordan is rolling over in his proverbial grave, smoking a cigarette. Because um, this is not the Chicago Bulls. It's, I mean, this is like barely the Windy City Bulls, okay? Like, this was an awful, awful, awful showing by the Chicago Bulls, who did not have most of their be- best players. And... They don't even have good players to begin with, but uh, no Zach Levine tonight. Um, you know, Laurie Markin has not played yet this season due to injury. And, uh, man, it is it is rough. It is rough to watch this team. I mean, for most of the game, I mean, I was watching this game, and then basically at the fourth quarter I decided, you know what, I'm just going to start writing 10 things, and I'm not going to uh, watch a team that had at up to that point, through three quarters, the Chicago Bulls had a total of 56 points. Um, because they were relying on the likes of, uh, you know, Jabari Parker, Justin Holiday, Cameron Payne was starting for them. Ryan Archie Diakono was starting for them. Like, basically a clone of Kirk Heinrich. Like, it is, it, 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 this is tough times for the Chicago Bulls who, um, you know, I, I don't feel much sympathy for basically because the Bulls used to smack the Raptors so much. But uh, that is a thing of the past, man. And the Raptors have now actually won six in a row against the Bulls, which is uh, still crazy because I still have some lingering doubts, you know? Like, you know, know, I'm always worried because the Chicago Bulls used to have the Raptors number. um, And it was very embarrassing and very frustrating to watch. Um, But uh, not tonight. The Raptors took care of business, 122 to 83. Uh, First off, the Raptors um, did not have OJ Anobi in this game. Um, He hurt his wrist in the Celtics game. they didn't have Kawhi Leonard either, which uh, makes a lot of sense because, you know, Kawhi played like 40-some minutes and he's not playing back-to-backs right now. And the Raptors didn't need him to play this back-to-back. So it was, it was a good chance to rest both those guys. I think OG was a questionable coming into the game, but I think they ultimately saw the Bulls and decided, wow, they don't even have Zach Levine? Let's just make sure we rest OG. And again, that was a good call. Um, I kind of would have liked to see them extend that, uh, you know, resting effort towards Kyle Lowry as well. Um, Kyle has just not been moving well of late. He's really not been shooting well of late. Didn't shoot well in this game either. Three of eleven. Um, and I just think he's not moving well, man. When you if you look at the amount of elevation he's getting into his jumper, it's night and day based on 
what he's shooting right now. And if you look like early in the year against like Charlotte or against like Washington or whatever, like Kyle was like getting a lot of elevation uh, into the air right now. He can barely get off the ground. It's clear that he's got some kind of, you know, not injury because, you know, everyone's banged up, but I think he's just, he's banged up. And, and I think the Raptors should have rested him tonight. And it was actually a bit of a scary moment because, um, you know, the, the score was about 85 to 55 and Kyle had like, was sort of making a rotation and just accidentally rolled his foot. And then, you know, scary moment, he like went straight for the tunnel and, you know, laid on his back and then came back out. But it was just like, it didn't make any sense. I mean, the Raptors should play it safe with Kyle. Kyle has obviously played a ton of minutes this year. Um, but, uh, I mean, honestly, that was the only downside in this entire game, really, was I just thought that, you know, Kyle should have played more. But otherwise, a really positive effort from the Raptors. I think first and foremost, uh, it was great to see Fred Van Vliet bounce back. Um, he had 18 points uh, on 7 of 11 shooting in 29 minutes, getting his first career start in his hometown of Rockford, Illinois. I mean, I, I don't know if Rockford considers itself Chicago or not, but... Having gone to Lake Zurich a lot in my childhood, um, you know, it's, it's not too far. Rockford is not too far from from uh, Chicago. So it was a great gesture by the Raptors, um, A, to basically boost his confidence because, you know, his confidence has not been sky high of late, especially after he got torched by Kyrie Irving and went scoreless uh, in the Celtics game. And I thought he was just – he's been struggling kind of all year, save for like maybe one or two games. And like um, that game in particular was basically his worst. So it was great to see him bounce back. Um and, and, yeah, I mean, this is a good game from, from Fred. I mean, 18 points, 4 rebounds, 4 assists, a steal, a block, 7-11 shooting, 4 of 7 from 3. The 3-point three shooting, I think, is the most encouraging part of that entire uh, stat line because uh, the Raptors really, really need him to step up the 3-point game. I mean, he won 0 of 6, I think, against the Celtics. Like, that can't happen. Like, the Raptors need more out of him. And I don't think he's been moving particularly great either. I mean, I know he had that toe injury earlier in the year, and maybe that turf toe is affecting him. It does seem like an injury that would linger a little bit, but... Uh, again, he, he was really able to get some separation today and was really fluid. I mean, this is the Fred that we know uh, and love. And, uh, you know, everyone's celebrated when he re-signed with the Raptors this summer. I mean, you know, he's a great piece. The Raptors kind of need him. And, um, yeah, I mean, it, it, was, it was, first off, I, I think one thing that really helped Fred tonight was that uh, Fred was able to play with some more ball handlers. So, no quiet on the floor, but he was able to still play with Kyle and I think uh, Siakam as well. I think both of those guys did a really good job of passing to him. I think Fred, um, in the second unit, because Stallone has not been great and because they don't have too many other ball handling options, um, you know, Fred has had to do so much ball handling that he's not able to play off the ball. And I think because he's a good shooter, I think he should play more off ball so he can get more catch and shoot looks today. I thought he was money on catch and shoot. Um, and I think Siakam just has a really good knack of like finding Fred. I mean, like those two have played together, you know, so much over the years. Uh, I can imagine those guys were third stringers in 2017. Then they go to the G league. They, you know, win a championship together with the G league. And then they've been playing, you know, the past two summers at the UCLA runs, uh, especially this past summer. I mean, like Pascal was basically there every single day and and same thing with Fred. And so you got to imagine those guys have a really good sense of how to find each other. And, um, you know, it, obviously the second unit has sort of been broken up because, you know, Pascal has developed so much. He deserves a start, and I think he absolutely deserves a start. But um, it's nice to see that when, once Siakam get, get paired with Fred, I think those two guys really know how to find each other. And I think, uh, you know, i like to see more of it. I, quite frankly, I'd like to see a lot more of Siakam with the bench. I think I mentioned this earlier, but 
Um, I just think it brings more balance to the lineup, especially when Kawhi is in, because even though Pascal and Kawhi are obviously fantastic together, and I love watching them play together, I think just for the well-being of the team, it, it makes more sense to have Siakam's ball handling and his uh, and his scoring a little bit off the bench as well, just because I think the bench really, really misses Pascal right now, and I think the guy that misses Pascal the most is Fred. And um, the other thing to highlight from this game was uh, Danny Green. Danny Green has just been phenomenal. I mean, imagine what would have happened if Danny Green, you know, didn't have three bogus fouls called on him in the Celtics game, and he was actually able to play the game or even play overtime. I mean. Yeah, I mean, Danny Green has been fantastic all year. Uh, he was great tonight. 17 points, 7 of 7 from the field, 3 of 3 from the three-point line, uh, 4 rebounds, 3 assists, a steal. The best part, plus 35 in 26 minutes. Honestly, Danny Green is, uh, you know, has been consistently from start to finish this season. Um, he's been one of the uh, leaders in plus-minus, and obviously this plus 35 is going to really nudge him up there. Uh, you know, maybe perhaps even towards the league lead, but... Seriously, Danny Green has been phenomenal, um, you know, in each of the last couple of games when Danny has left, you know, the Pistons game, he left the game, the Raptors were up big, and then, you know, the Pistons came back into it. Uh, sort of a similar situation in uh, Boston as well. You would probably like to see Danny's defense on the floor instead of someone like Fred or even DeLon, although I think DeLon is actually pretty good towards the end of regulation. Um, but yeah, I mean, Danny Green has just been a godsend, man. I'm so happy he was like thrown in basically into that into that uh, Kawhi trade because he has been absolutely vital and I mean I I don't think he should be this important and I don't think he can shoot this well all year but um, just his positioning sort of the calmness he brings and also the three point shooting like that's the biggest part. The Raptors have just not had a lot of great three point shooting this season. I mean they have a lot of good shooters. Um, and I think they've even been getting good shots, but they just haven't been able to knock them down, whether that's because Kyle has been hurting or, you know, Ibaka's played more inside or JV's not really hitting that, you know, the, the little comical three anymore. Um, and obviously CJ, but like they just need three point shooting and Danny has really brought that to the starting lineup. It's, it's been really nice to see his presence. And also he just seems like a great guy, man. I mean, like, you know, you listen to this podcast, which by the way, if you haven't listened, heard his, uh, most recent episode with um, Serge Ibaka. Please go listen to that. That one was phenomenal. Um, you know, Ibaka is, <laughs> turns out, a really hilarious dude. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, Danny was really solid in this game. Pascal did his usual thing, 12 points, 8 rebounds, 5 assists. Uh, the 5 assists is really encouraging because uh, a lot of those were to Fred, and I, I just think those two have a good connection. I think they should play more minutes together. Uh, Ibaka and Valanciunas both solid. Valanciunas, yeah got cooked a little bit by uh robin lopez and i was like man this is ugly but he really turned it around and was really steady um you know eight points nine rebounds 14 minutes off the bench four of six shooting uh plus 14 for jv surge 16 points four rebounds and assists two steals four blocks six of 13 shooting started out the game really cold one of six but really found his rhythm in the third quarter uh and he was great defensively all night. I mean, look, I, I can't believe some of these guys are trying to challenge Serge, man. Like, Cameron Payne will drive in and Serge will just easily swat him. Or, like, Wendell Carter would try to, like, you know, go inside or Jabari Park or whatever. Like, you, come on, man. Like, just just stay on the outside and shoot some jumpers, all right? Like, this is just – it's it's a sad performance, honestly, to watch the Bulls these days. Um, but, yeah, Serge, you know, got a lot of blocks. You know, got his you know, thumbs-down celebration out. Had so many blocks he got tired of doing the thumbs-down. Started to do the finger wag. I mean – Good night for Serge. Good season for Serge overall. He's just been so solid defensively. And then um, Kyle, I think 
Kyle was smart, right? He didn't really try to force too much. I mean, I think he, like, recognized that it was obviously a blowout game, so he tried to get some more threes up. But early in the game, he was really just trying to set up everybody. And and maybe he was overpassing a little bit. I think Kyle has been overpassing a little bit just because, you know, he knows his body is not, like, fully there right now to score. But, um, you know, just facilitated the play. Three, Three steals, eight assists, seven rebounds, you know, eight points. Just solid effort from Kyle. I, I just didn't think that the Kyle really needed to play to this one, to be honest, man. I really think the Raptors should consider resting him. They got another set of back-to-backs coming up. I think the second of which is against Orlando. Or, or I guess it's like an Orlando-Atlanta uh, situation. Like, yeah, you could rest Kyle for one of those, man. You you really should, to be honest. Just because you got to play it safe, man. He's played so many minutes this year. And honestly, that injury scare looked really dumb. Like, if, if Kyle had actually gotten injured... Imagine how much heat Nick Nurse will be catching for basically the third straight game because, um, you know, the first two, you know, Pistons game and then the Celtics game, he, he's catching heat for his play calling or lack thereof. And then this, I think, is, would have been way worse because if Kyle had gotten injured in a game against the Chicago Bulls because he was playing with two minutes left in the third quarter of a 30-point lead against the Chicago Bulls on the second night of a back-to-back, like, that is actually very questionable, but, uh, you know, I think Kyle's going to be okay. So, uh, and then in terms of the bench, I mean, like, honestly, you know, Lorenzo Brown came in and, you know, did some damage with the second unit. I mean, his activity defensively was, was, was nice to see. I don't know why he can't shoot threes. He can definitely shoot threes at a G League level. Um, and these are open threes, too, so I don't know what's not translating there. Uh, DeLon, inconsistent, but, you know, had some solid minutes. Seven points, four rebounds, four assists, two steals, a block. Um, I just want to see better, like, a stretch of consistency from DeLon, right? I mean, like, I remember last year, there's a game where the Raptors played in Chicago where DeLon had, like, 25 and 12 and, like, was super aggressive and, like, was making all these sorts of crazy moves. Like, we haven't even seen DeLon do even one Euro step this year successfully for a layup. Like, that's his signature move. He just hasn't really been there this season, and I want to see him be there more because... I think Fred's really suffering because of it, and I think also the second unit really, really needs Delon to be a two-way player, and he just, you know, hasn't been consistent with it. Um, Jordan Lloyd got some time, uh, eight points in 12 minutes. I, again, I didn't watch most of the fourth quarter because I was fouling. It's, you know, what riders do in, in these blowouts, and uh, yeah, I mean, Malachi Richardson apparently had five turnovers in 19 minutes. Weird. Um, you know, Chris Boucher got some run. Cool. You know, two points, two blocks. Of course, he got two blocks in seven minutes. That's what Boucher does, man. He swats everything. He challenges everything. Um, but, yeah, I mean, look, there's nothing too much to say about this game, honestly. Like, the Raptors need – like, it was good that the Raptors were able to keep everyone's minutes down. No one played more than 30 minutes. And uh, they got the win, and they snapped the three-game losing streak. So, I, and again, look, this is a, not a very good Bulls team at all. And on top of that, they were missing Zach Levine, who's, like, you know, one of the league leaders in scoring this year because he's basically doing the Mike James thing and – yeah, they had no chance without him, man. <laughs> they had no chance without him. In terms of your three stars, the first one I'm giving to Fred Van Vliet. Congratulations, Fred. Second star, I'm giving it to Danny Green. And third star, I'm going to give that to Serge Ibaka just for his defense. But uh, I think Pascal could also earn that, too. Uh, Pascal's got a lot of them. I'll give it to Serge. Uh, and then in terms of your Gerald Henderson Award, um, man, this is tough. All right, this is very tough because you tell me who should win the award. Is it Jabari Parker with his 12 points and 5 of 14 shooting? Which I can't believe you say he got paid $20 million this year. That That's wild. Like, he does not deserve that money. Um, I, I mean, whatever. The players deserve money. I just think that was not the best way to spend $20 million was to get Jabari Parker, who is just 
so bad defensively. It's comical how bad defensively he is. And then just off He's basically like 2018 mellow. Like, I, except he's getting paid $20 million. So I guess he's 2017 mellow. Um, so is it Jabari Parker with his 12 points? Is it Justin Holiday with his 12 points and 4 of 10 shooting? It's probably is Justin Holiday, to be honest. Although he was a minus 30, so it's hard to give it to him. Uh, on principle, I refuse to give it to campaign. He is so, so bad. Um, Ryan Archidiacono is terrible. Um, Cristiano, Cristiano Felicio is someone that's hurt the Raptors in the past, but honestly, mostly he just looks like Shrek. And again, I, I can't believe he's in the NBA. Um, Antonio Blakeney, yo, I respect this. 33 minutes. He came in a shot 19 times, only hit six shots. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Wow, wow. I'll give it to... Oh, man, I didn't want to give it to Robin Lopez. It's not fair. I'll give it to Justin Holiday. You know, it's a residual from the Drew Holiday drubbing that happened on Monday of this week. Um, so, the Holiday family has done some damage to the Raptors this uh, this week. But, um, yeah, easy win. Uh, good win. Happy for Fred. Um, you know, relieved that Larry didn't get hurt. And, um, yeah, hopefully the Raptors can get back to their winning ways. I think... Look, the three-game losing streak did reveal some weaknesses for the Raptors, and I think those are very useful, man. You really have to, um, you know, basically take an L once in a while to really see where you're at. And, uh, yeah, the Raptors, I think, were able to do that. I think now we know they need to work on their crunch time execution. We need, we know the Raptors obviously need some better three-point shooting, and we got to get Kyle Lowry healthy. That's Those are the three things the Raptors should be working on. Anyway, thanks for listening. Read 10 things, and uh, I'll be back after the next game.